and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories and holds them up to the harsh light of today. I'm Robert, independent filmmaker, gamer, and a shining beacon in space, all alone in the night. With me is Tim. Hi, I'm what the fox says. <laughs> and Rich. Hi, I'm Rich, and I watch a billion movies, and mostly from 1985 onward. Mm. Oh, excellent. Rarely well, going back to see the oldies. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Yes, thanks for joining us. Tonight's movie... Uh, unless we've already heard a podcast that you're odd, in which case, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or just welcome to the pod. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Tonight's movie, or this podcast's movie, is Red Dawn, 1984. Mm-hmm. Yes, 1984. Budget, $4.2 million. Gross in the theaters, $38 million. Hmm. Um, the Netflix DVD cover says, <laughs> When a group of teenagers witness a Soviet and, uh, and Cuban paratroopers descending on their small town and systematically setting off World War III, they take food and whatever weapons they can find and hightail it to the hills to wait things out. See, I'm already spoiled because I didn't know Cubans were involved. See... <laughs> You know, I was just going to say that's a very spoiler-free um, tag or, you know, sentence there. I like that. It like, is true. If you've never seen it before or heard anything right. about it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I mean, nowadays you'd be like, why are the Soviets and Cubans attacking us? I don't know. But anyway. Would you even have in 1984 known why the Cubans would have attacked? That's Maybe. a good Well, because they're yeah. working with the Soviets. But that's another issue. So... <laughs> All right, so this film was that directed... That was back before we knew you could see Russia from one's house that's in America. That's so Cuba true. was the closer threat. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So I always screw up this guy's name, but it was directed by John Milius. Milius? Could Milius. Be. Milius. Uh, he wrote Apocalypse Now. He wrote and directed Conan the Barbarian. Yes. Oh, which we I did not judge. realize, which is weird. He wrote one episode of Miami Vice. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Wow, it just keeps getting better. I know. <laughs> he wrote the screenplay for Clear and Present Danger and was one of three creators on the TV show Rome. Oh. Which I've never seen. Yes, you heard of. We've I wa have? We watched a couple of episodes of it. HBO. It, apparently it was. It's, it made it, a big imprint on me. The HBO Rome? It has many <laughs> accolades. Yes. We <laughs> can't think okay. of any of them. but no. Well, it was expensive <laughs> and on HBO. So. Oh, well, there you go. Well, it's it on was, HBO, it was and a, we don't have cable, so I figure we um, probably never saw it. We watched No, we watched a couple of episodes via <laughs> rental services. It was okay. okay, but not so okay that we went past two episodes. Apparently. Or apparently remembered even seeing yes. it, because I do not. <laughs> Is it one of those you, <laughs> don't, you, watch, you don't watch for the plot? No, no, oh. actually not. No, there, unless you enjoy the breasts, <laughs> yeah. and then you might watch it not for the plot. But. Oh, well, that's too bad. Hmm. Anyway, the the screenplay was also written by Kevin Reynolds, who did the story. He he wrote the original story. Um, this Kevin Reynolds guy went on to oh, direct yes. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, yeah. and Waterworld. Yeah. Oh. And after that, nothing. No. Well, no. <laughs> A Kevin Reynolds movie I would recommend that no one's heard of is Rapa Nui, which is about Easter Island, and it's actually very interesting. Oh, okay. And I don't think Kevin Costner is involved in it anyway. Oh, all right, well. I've heard go. of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, as I remember, it's okay. I saw yeah. most of it. Came in, like, in the middle on HBO once. And after I'm some room. Was it a documentary, or? No. No, no it's a fictional. A fictional. Yeah. 
Oh, cool. Okay. Well, check that out. Uh, there you go. A, a recommendation. Uh, the film stars Patrick Swayze as Jed. Sadly, we lost Mr. Swayze in 09 at 57 years old. Mm-hmm. The first thing I saw him in was a MASH episode in 81. Yeah, oh, I know. He, he did put, MASH? I didn't. A realize. MASH episode called Blood Brothers. Oh. He was Private Sturgis. Hmm. He was in The Outsiders, a Francis Ford Coppola mm-hmm. film, along with C. Thomas Howell, Matt Dillon, <laughs> Ralph Macchio, Rob Lowe, Emilia Estevez, and Tom Cruise. Wow. Can you imagine we if should that, watch that. Can you imagine if that bus went off the cliff, how history would be so totally different hmm. than it is today? Would there be any good movies? And, and I don't mean like the film failed. I mean an actual bus with these people on it going <laughs> off a cliff, right? Oh, well, we're having happy thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah. it would have had a big effect. I think the biggest effect would have been on bus safety regulation. You're right. Yeah, there would have been a big increase in, like, we'd be wearing seatbelts to school and stuff. Yes. Yeah, oh, but all the teen like girls would be so upset. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. true. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, of course, we can't forget Dirty Dancing in 87. Oh. No matter how much we try, we can't forget it. Roadhouse in 89, Ghost in 90, Point Break in 91. Uh, And the last thing I remember him in is Donnie Darko in 01. Oh, right. He's really good in that. Oh, I'd forgotten he was in Donnie Darko. Sadly, before he died, he was in Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights (laughs) in 04 as, and this is how he's credited, dance class instructor. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's sad. Uh, And apparently that film has the same plot as the the original. In Havana. In Havana, yes, where it's hot, hot, hot. I guess where they're plotting a attack with the Russians against. Hey, maybe. Americans. Hey, you're right. <gasps> We've come full, full circle. circle. Yes. Seema <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas Howell as Robert. Uh, apparently, he was in ET. I don't remember this as someone named Tyler. Oh, he, I guess yes. he was a friend huh? or the brother or something. I don't know. He, yeah, he was one of the friends. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. He was he also in that. The Outsiders, as we said earlier. Uh, a movie called Tank in 84, and I remember this film, with James Gardner. And all I remember is that oh, yes. James Gardner was upset, and he Got drove a tank, a tank and yes. the police went, ah, and everyone was smiling on, yes. the, on the cover. So. <laughs> and the caption was something like, a tank a day keeps the police away, or something, oh, something oh, like dear. that. Was... Wow, which is probably why I went and saw it <laughs> at, at the time, but don't tell anyone. Oh, okay, all right. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Of course, see Thomas Howell, The Hitcher, in 1986. Yes. And since then, he's done a ton of movies, a uh, ton of small movies, and uh, lots of TV shows. And of course, we saw him in our favorite season of uh, 24. 24. Season five. Season the five. golden season. The of wacky season. Yes. That he was had a, a beard. great season. <laughs> didn't he? Right. Yes, he did. Okay. He was the psychiatrist, was psychiatrist for the sister. Yes. Or the daughter. For the daughter, yeah. back when we didn't like her before she knew she'd was that, was she that could that do awesome the, comedy. Yes. Was that part of the hipster years, or was he playing a dad? Oh, he's playing... No, he was playing yeah. not quite a dad, but a dad figure, kind ah, of, for, kinda, a yeah. young, for a teenage or TV teenage daughter. Because it used to be yeah. you couldn't have a beard unless you were a dad. He was, he was a mentor <laughs> figure, so that kind of counts. Oh. Uh. Or a comedian playing a serious role. Yes. Then you can have a beard. Yes, that's true. Because then people will know, oh, he's being serious. Yes. Oh, right, talk. right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Leah Thompson, first oh. seen in Jaws 3D in 83. <laughs> and All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise, of course. And, of course, Leah Thompson, Back to the Future, 1985. And the other Back to the Futures. Then she went on to do Space Camp and Howard the Duck. 
<laughs> I remember Space Camp. I love that. Space Camp, yeah, I remember that. I, I remember knowing how stupid it was, yep. but enjoying it at the same time. <laughs> so we may have to do that one on a podcast, too. And I think it's, yeah, we'll, we'll do that one. <laughs> Maybe not Howard the Duck, though. <laughs> but we'll see. Never seen it. Could be awesome. Uh, no, just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we'll just stop there. All right. Uh, Charlie Sheen is Matt. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yes. Charlie Sheen, Platoon, Wall Street, Young Guns, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2, and then some other stuff. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Grey as Tony. You know, I always thought, when I was a kid oh. seeing this film, the name Tony, that was weird for a girl to have a name Tony. Because I had an uncle named Tony. So it was just odd. Anyway. Yeah, maybe Tony was now, like a certain part of the country. Maybe. Now girls only have boys' <clears throat> names. There are no girls' names anymore. <laughs> Everyone's Reagan. Um, she was in the after, the ABC after school sketch after school, after school special, special, the Great Love Experiment. Uh oh! Teenagers lure a timid girl into a made up experiment <laughs> that gets her involved in affectionate ways. <laughs> that Let's watch me of that. Homer Simpson reading the spoilers for the. Um, for the soap opera mm-hmm. and saying uh, sexy results. Yes. <laughs> and Marge writing down sexy results. Yes. <laughs> Affectionate ways. <laughs> uh, she was also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off as the sister. Exactly. She yeah. did good there. And Dirty Dancing. We've come full circle again. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, reprieved yeah. her role and, there. Yeah, and she's and, still doing stuff today. And she was a pioneer of the re- trying to recover your career by playing yourself. Oh. Before... Um, um, NPH and um, oh and really? James what did she Vanderbeek do? Did. I don't remember. She was there was a short-lived series, a couple seasons, um, trying to capitalize off the sign when Seinfeld became famous. But this series was set in Los Angeles, called "It's Like You Know." It was very much about trying to mock that that coast. But she played Jennifer Grey. And so oh. they made fun of her nose job a lot that she had oh, gotten by God. then. Oh, right. you know, she was, <laughs> and her the, her plot lines are about trying to get back into the business and all that. So, cuz I I felt like by Ferris Bueller's Day Off she was already mocking herself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um Harry Dean Stanton is in this as the father and Powers Booth as the uh pilot who they find shot down and he joins them later. But anyway, there you go, Red Dawn. Yeah. So, memories of Red Dawn. Memories Why don't we uh, let uh, Rich start? Yes. Yeah, the, the 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 memories I have of this are just the um, kind of like the teenage heartthrob boys in the movie. Oh, yes. uh, but the you know like the 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 one scene that that just stands out is when their their jeep just breaks down, and they have to just like one by one stand up on the the jeep and 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 just pee in the in the radiator to get it going again. Oh my god, sounds great. That's and, weird because I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> like that. to that. <laughs> And that you know, and I remember also thinking, um, I forget the exact location, but it's somewhere like west of the Mississippi River, but but before, like I think it's Denver, Colorado, somewhere, oh. and and just thinking like, who would ever attack Colorado? <laughs> you were in Chicagoland, then, that right? was yeah, okay. yeah, and I, I thought yeah, like exactly. that you know that That's like a good you, question. you probably had a good ten years before the invading armies would get there. <laughs> There must have been something there. Was is that where the Stargate is? 
Um, no, where's that's Cheyenne in Mountain? Wyoming, I think. Oh, okay, never mind. But I'm, I'm not, not sure. I was thinking they it could be one of those geography Stargate, tricks but... where it's Cheyenne Mountain, but it's still not in Wyoming, just to <laughs> throw us off on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We can look that up. <laughs> okay, Tim. So my first experience with Red Dawn uh, either reflects badly on the movie or on me, depending on whether I tell the short version or the long version. The short version is I fell asleep during Red Dawn. Uh oh. <laughs> How could you, were you just watching it at home? Were you in the okay. theater? The long version is this was at a time in my life that wasn't awesome when I was living in Kentucky and I worked nights and weekends. So my days off were like Monday and Tuesday. And another friend of mine who lived 30 miles away were in the same situation. None of us really, neither of us really happy about how our life was going right then. So on our weird weekends off together, we'd go to one place or the other and entertain ourselves as best we could, which almost always led to homemade Long Island teas and whatever diversion would accompany that. So sometimes home shopping network would do, but sometimes we hit the video store and one of those times Red Dawn was the choice, which I think he had seen, but I had not. But three Long Island teas in, I had trouble sustaining <laughs> my, my conscious interest in Red Dawn. So I have missed. So I've seen some of Red Dawn, remember a little about it. Wow. And, and so. I've seen it in the theater, and I, I think I've seen it both in the theater and as rental on VHS. Oh, there you go. Yeah, this would have definitely been VHS. So I may have only seen it on rental because I, I remember, and I know I watched it several times way back when, when it was four by three, when they would just lop off. Oh, the I'm sure it's not four by three, too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember there's one shot of a Russian helicopter near the end. And the it, it filled the frame originally, so they had to squish it oh, in. Oh, gosh. Uh, and it looked funny and all shrunken up or something. I, that's the, the memory I have uh, of that. Um, and it being, you know, kind of really dark and yeah. and serious movie. Not really like an action movie, but more uh-huh. of a slow-paced, like, hmm. serious film. Maybe that's I why I fell asleep. Maybe. It could be. Maybe you'll fall asleep again. And I was full of alcohol, and my life was sad. Aww. <laughs> it's better now. <laughs> or is it? Because we're about to watch Red Dawn again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to have an open mind. I don't fine. really remember much about it. So. Oh, okay. I, I remember... Except Wolverines and so forth. Yeah, Wolverines, yeah. Yes. yeah. But but. I, I do remember a lot about it, and um, but not like super specific. I know there's several emotional key moments that they hit like the father who's behind the uh, cage and they go to visit yeah, him. And, oh, yeah. And it's it's it could be very patriotic. Not in a... Yeah, I think that's why way. I was like, like reluctant to watch it when we finally... But I caved in because, oh, God, yeah. yeah. I'm but sure was, we'd been at the yeah. video store for like a half hour as it you wasn't do. Like it's like, that, oh, my God, uh, just get Bionic Man episode we saw recently. Well, no, but but it wasn't like, hooray for America. Yeah. But it yeah. was... But I'm sure when it came out, I was super... It was it, I was fearful it was super Reagan-y. No, I yeah. didn't have much interest in it. So, oh, that that didn't even cross my mind at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I do remember this was probably about the first movie that I actually questioned the fact that how could these people be the the ones that survived and started the resistance, and everybody else was either killed or, oh, or yeah. and uh, you know, because I, you, they were not a Luke and Leia to to start the resist the the fighter resistance. Mm. You know, they. They, they just, it seemed too implausible that they would fight <laughs> off the Russian army in Colorado. It, it does seem kind of <laughs> odd that they would be the only ones to pack up a truck and leave, but 
Maybe yeah. they were the only ones lucky enough to get out. So I think it was at the end that they finally revealed that that the Russians Kaiser won. Soze and so forth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, we can't just Rose give the ending and be done. <laughs> okay, so this I think is the point where we pause the podcast yes. and we watch the movie. So, if you would like to join us at home, please get a copy of Red Dawn legally and uh, watch it with us. So, we'll see you in a few seconds. Bye! (sighs) Well, guys, I gotta tell you. I've been slacking, uh-huh. slacking a lot. How? How? I, I need to hit the gym, get ready to play some football, get, um, you know, ready to camp again. Like oh, wherever, I see. Absolutely. Go to the it. shooting range. Yeah. Get, get yeah, yeah. good again at shooting. You need yeah. a pickup truck. Um, but the most important thing, yeah. I have to go down to the sports basement and become really good friends with the owner. Exactly. So, yeah. So that when this happens to oh. us... We swing by there, and we pick up all the camping gear and everything. Oh, okay. Head for the hills. Yeah. But, could, I, you know, could, can I say you you should really go for REI. They have Are better. You? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I also, you don't want the cheap stuff. Also, you know, get the Progresso. Don't, we, you know, the pre- don't go yeah. for the cheap. The cheap. <laughs> the Campbell's. The cheap end of the world. No, we, no nothing against fine Campbell's products. But oh, uh, yeah. wait, I wasn't the only one that noticed the product placement, the bad product placement. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it happens a lot. Yes. yes. There was Coors. There was. Um... There was golf, but with Texaco brand gasoline, it was all very. Yeah, confusing. The, the Chex cereal. Che- corn Chex, official corn. cereal of World War Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved by psychopaths everywhere. So at the time, Red Dawn was considered the most violent film. By, um, by the Guinness Book of World Records. On what basis? Explosions? I don't know exactly. Except for the na- the the National Coalition of on Television Violence oh. uh, calculated that there were 134 acts of violence per hour, or 2.23 hmm. acts of violence per hmm. minute. That's entertainment, right there. Hmm. <laughs> and yet, that's you it know, felt wait. really slow. Of course, yeah. you know that you get that now in like 30 seconds of Grand Theft Auto. But what I'm what I'm reaching for what I'm reaching for here is what we see in this mm-hmm. is like tame in comparison to what's on say AMC when The Walking Dead is on. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is nothing compared to that. And yet, what thirty years ago, this was considered the most violent, horrific thing ever. Well, by one by group that is obsessed with counting that. Oh, well, two yeah. groups. Okay. Well, the Guinness Book of World Records uh, said it was okay. the most violent, and yeah. And anyway, yet, and so. yet, the number of people we saw actually die on screen was quite few. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And it wasn't glorified for most of the time. So. Yeah. But um, uh, let's see, uh, Rich. Why don't we start with you? What are your thoughts? Your second <laughs> first impressions. The, well, the, the uh, we you just mentioned that it was the the slowness. Like I couldn't believe how s- it, it, it it the movie kept moving the entire time. Technically, yes. Technically, yes. But but it was it was sort of like if you had filled the river with like with with like Jello, and it suddenly was just like it suddenly was becoming more of a glacier, just kind of 
you know, moving in glacial speeds. That you know, I mean, like today in today's standards, this would not would not yeah. last at all. I agree. Yeah, it's weirdly dull for yes. what's going on, and I was trying it's to figure true. out why that is. And and yet, there's barely any character development at all. None of these people have any kind of like, you know, there's right. no Jacques who's graduated and the Jacques who's in high school. Jacques? No, the Jacques. Jacques. Sorry, Jacques. Not the high school. Oh. oh, that was the one accent that they didn't have in the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it seemed to me, well, first of all, you know, the movie starts right away, which at first I thought, oh, good for it. No lingering around or no, you know, three days or, you know, right. Oh. Yeah. But I realized later, no, that's a problem because we know nothing about these people. And then there are all these supposedly <coughs> emotional moments that just are completely flat because yeah, you we know, know nothing. nothing about these people. And, and movie, and I didn't remember that the movie starts with uh, a whole bunch of explanation. Yeah, <laughs> yes, all that exactly. text, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and, and so, you know, anytime that is part of a movie, you know it's going to be bad. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, oh, well, no, no, I didn't say that. No, uh, but you meant uh, episode one. No, <laughs> um. and, and so with that, and I didn't realize like it was it was World War Three starts because of a food sh- shortage. Uh, you huh. know. Well, I mean, the, in the opening factoids, it seemed like it was this mix of history and pretend history, right? Yes. You know, mm. it's like. Well, the dominoes yeah. didn't really fall that way, but we need the dominoes to make yes. this movie work, so we'll fill them in. Because they blamed, um, at first it was uh, a Russia food shortage, then it was uh, um, Nicaragua and Mexico. Right. And and then it ended up blaming the Green Party, Green Party in, in Germany. In Germany yes. for the, that was probably why NATO <laughs> fell. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, oh, so I, I went. I just now went to IMDb to confirm this, and I'm going to show the two of you. And for the viewers at home, go to IMDb <laughs> and look up the movie Flashdance and look at the poster. Oh, and the text very much like like the, the Red Dawn title. Awesome. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was an odd choice. <laughs> it was very strange. The whole movie is about odd choices. Yes, it's like yes. so that logo at the beginning, the logo, like the yes. Flashdance logo for confirmed. Red Dawn, yes. and just. <laughs> You know, scenes just seem to kind of randomly start, (laughs) and music cues were just whenever there would be triumphant music when there was no triumph, and no music when maybe something would have helped. And then, and, and apparently, somebody's kid was tinkering on a synthesizer at one point. <laughs> yes, and and then there was a harp suddenly. Like, yes. there was a lot of odd choices for music in this. And I also uh, like the fact that it, clearly this was filmed during the summer or the fall, and not during winter because the winter scenes were fake. I mean, you even yeah. said something about the 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 snow was too shiny at the end. And and that be, that's because it oh, was I think probably, that was Tim. Yeah, and that was because yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. Was, it was it was yeah. fake snow. Yeah, yeah. And and because I I noticed that like it was supposed to be, you know, September looked a lot more bleak than December. It in in that part. <laughs> there and, was one shot they reused for another month. Really, it yes. was the clouds hugging the trees. Oh, yes. did they change the color? They changed the color <laughs> yeah. of the shot. Yes, but it was the same shot. <laughs> <laughs> and and but the other thing I couldn't figure out is, so they seemed very well trained and entrenched, but mm. for a war that had only been going on for four or five months, you would think it would be a little more chaotic and hectic still. 
Oh, yep. the invading forces, you mean? Yeah. What, yeah. And, and the Wolverines. Oh, the Wolverines, yeah. Well, well also, they knew the area well, well, well I guess. Also, but. their ability, I thought, worked against the drama of the movie, because the movie opened, I forget what month, open, oh, September. The movie opens in September, and it sets up the conflict area, and then we go to October, and the kids are building traps and hunting people down. It's like, I'm shocked that they're alive. Yeah. So <laughs> if they're doing all this, I'm thinking, oh, they'll be fine. Yeah, because they've taken care of it. It's like, okay, I have <laughs> those dramatic stakes went away. They're fine. <laughs> they can cope with. They can deal themselves. Wolverines <laughs> are doing it for themselves. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, and I and I still want to. I still can't figure out why they decided to. F- fall in you know the uh, parachute into this tiny little town yeah and take over the school first yeah now i always it thought like no i'm, I'm going to share with you and, and all your <laughs> listeners my view on how to take over the world okay so you 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 need to t- find some place that nobody really cares about like uh-huh. pick some little you know suburb and then you take it over you secede from the u.s declare war, lose, and then the U.S. funnels billions of dollars of economic aid into you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, <laughs> and so, so all, I, all I could think is that they actually, somebody actually else has this idea. Yeah. Because oh. like you, you take over a part of the U.S. that nobody, it would take like days to find out that the Russian army invaded this part of the country. <laughs> Okay. And this is this remi- that reminded me of Gremlins. Once again, we have a small town that is weirdly disconnected from the rest of the world. Yeah, it's like yeah, is it, anything going it, on? And later, you know, I always wondered if it took a month or two for the rest of the U.S. to know that this town was invaded. I don't know. Well, well, you know, that's left blank for a while, and then halfway through the movie, Powers Booth is airdropped in to provide <laughs> acting and exposition. <laughs> And so then he talks about how the attack went, none he of which also, is remotely plausible. It does, it, they tried to answer my question of so, and the United States has no air support anymore, apparently. And they tried. Wait, to, you, they you tried said to explain he did acting. Comparatively, yes. <laughs> Compare compared to what we'd seen up oh, to that okay. point. He also, he also yes. explained to the main characters everything that they couldn't afford to show in the movie. That's uh, exactly yeah. all the n- nuclear wars and the battles and everything. Yeah. So. Yes, because his powers booth would say funny things and they would be funny you know which hadn't happened up to that point yeah. you know and although so in trying to figure out why this movie is the way it is i got to the point and this was actually um, was it was it him was it paris booth saying that no the the looks change about wow that's a lot of notes yes i have a lot of notes on this. um <laughs> where he goes starts going about the six million quote screaming chinaman oh, unquote yeah. I thought there were a billion screaming Chinamen. There were. Foom goes the fire. Yes. At that point, I thought, maybe we don't understand. Maybe this is supposed to be an airplane-type comedy. <laughs> because it was just that stupid. You know? It was like, maybe this is a parody of World War Republic. Cold War Republican movie making. I don't oh, yes. know. It's like, I don't think it really was. Well, it, I tried to see it that way from then on. It didn't really work. And, and it, it was pretty clear that they did not have alcohol. So when he threw his drink on the oh, fire yes. at the end of that, yes. uh, technically only alcohol should have made it, you know, like if it was water, it wouldn't, the fire wouldn't have flared up. Well, now, didn't the old guy who had the he house... Got, he the gave them some alcohol. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it might have been yeah. that. It oh, might have okay. been. I don't know. Yeah, the old Maybe guy's they house they could go too. back to when convenient, yeah. which yeah. I didn't quite get. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs a Yoda's cabin in the woods. Yeah. And the whole taking over the school thing, like the... 
if you're going to capture the populace of a town, why shoot rocket launchers into the, into <laughs> into the, the hallway of the school? It yeah. was just so weird. Yeah. And as far as effects go, the the strings are totally visible, you know. Yeah. Oh, the that... strings holding up the rockets. It oh. Was like, it was really bad. Because huh. <laughs> that yeah. first rocket launched went right at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> yeah, so I was really puzzled. So we get to, they go back to the town the first time. And Harry Dean Stanton is there. And yes. had we seen him even at that no, point? No, uh, right. No. So suddenly no. he's there, and his only role is to give this big, quote, emotional, unquote, speech, which is just flat, just useless and flat. Yeah. And I'm thinking about why that is. And part of it is we've never met this guy. You know, suddenly we're supposed to care about what he's. So, this, so I started theorizing why is this movie like this? Why is this movie so flat? And I think part of it is, part, there, you know, there's no background to anything because they think they've already pushed the buttons the audience needs yeah. just because of the concept of the movie that the instant they say evil Russians, yeah. that everybody has all the emotional attachment they need. Yeah. Which isn't the case. And I don't even think was <laughs> the case then I hope, but well, maybe it, and, they, and they threw in the Nicaraguans for, uh, for, yeah. for timeliness. To, yeah. yeah. I mean, even back then it was kind of hard to believe that we would get invaded and like, Yes, Held via small towns in Colorado. Over, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think the comparison here with like a show like The Walking Dead, that has scenes like that, but has built up to it with character development, where someone could have an emotional scene like that. Right, but right, right. It, we've had several episodes worth of development in the characters, and we know them now and yeah. all that to make it more emotional instead of just like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, it's his dad. Okay. Right. So my theory about, that's my theory about why yeah. this movie didn't bother that is they thought they had everything built in. They have kids and parents and evil Russians. So that's all they need. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, and everybody else at the drive-in like clearly was just standing around and, he, yeah. and, and the dad yeah. is all bloodied. Yeah. 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 I well, think he just had an accident at, at the popcorn machine. I think it's yeah. all that happened to <laughs> um, It was nice to... I, I forgot about this, but it was nice to see a strong female character. Or characters, I guess. Yeah. I'm would, trying to would you I, not say that I, they were I, I both really? strong-ish? Strong-ish? I mean, Maybe, I they guess. were strong for like about 20 minutes. <laughs> they were. I thought they were pretty strong all the way through. Oh, see, yeah, yeah, I told I mean, yeah, I, she fell in love with Powers Booth, which was odd, but... Well, well the, get, look, at her, look at her choices in the, in the, in the pop, <laughs> population, was, you know. There's Charlie Sheen yes. or Powers All, Booth. Charlie she Sheen, already a, already a pig at this age, as Leah <laughs> Thompson pointed out for us, you know. It's like... <laughs> okay, I don't know, I mean, she just... Yeah, I mean, they could they could fight, but... Like the you know the the you know going from a a the first thing that they actually say is to you know, be like I am not washing your dishes I am yeah. not the the wife here right like I can fight and so she does fight but then yeah. then it's the falling in love and the mm -hmm. yeah you know that yeah. you know that just the you know just like what would have been like the, that this I mean the strong female characters today in in movies. I mean, they are strong, you know, all throughout the rest of the movie. Like, it, there's no, you know, even if it's yeah. a, there's a love scene, it's the I'm strong in a love scene. Like they, like I felt <laughs> like they they tried to, they wanted, they're like, let's make this a strong female character, but then there is still 
I don't know, too many prejudices, you know? For, hmm. And so like, oh, but she has to swoon over the man. Well, yeah. I think it's partly studio movie making prejudice that a woman and a man must swoon over each other in order for a movie to be a movie. Yes. But also it might be the whole, well, she's a teenager. She's got to have a first crush and there's power. Mm. So let's, let's throw that in. People will relate to that. It really was like a bunch remember of Remember in high school when you had a crush on Powers Booth? <laughs> oh, I remember it well. <laughs> that strangely shaggy yet receding hairline. Yes. What was the line where she was, uh, she was just like, I, I'm never gonna. I I need someone to love. I and, you know like she <laughs> was. Like, wait, does she say? That? No, no. That. I'm. It, it You're was paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing because <laughs> it, it was there was the one point she. Oh, knows, I'll never love again. I'll never. Oh, yes, I'll yes, never yes, love yes. again. Yeah. And, yes. so, and you know, at that point, I just like okay, oh. they're not even pretending that she's a strong female character. Mm. Wait, didn't that, didn't she say? I'll never love anyone the rest of my life. Yes. Is that it? Okay. And, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that. There was many references to the rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, hopefully um, it's short. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting to me. So it seems like the movie depended on the audience to fill in motivation. Yeah. You know, knowing that Russians are evil and families are good. But also <laughs> then it treated the audience as stupid by having <laughs> Leah Thompson look practically at the camera and say, things are different now. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's right. You think? Yeah. Yeah, and this movie was not about subtlety. Yeah. I mean, what was the other? Oh, the whole... Well, first of all, when the Russians are invading, we have the history teacher teaching a lesson about the Mongol frenzy. Yes. Oh. You know, and... Oh, gosh, what's the other one? There's so many little things like that. Hmm. Um, there was another... Uh, Walking Dead similarity I noticed in here is that near the end when they're all eating the food and they're all happy that happens a lot in Walking Dead just before something really bad happens. Oh yes. (laughs) Everyone's smiling and there's this quiet moment and everything seems like maybe we'll make it after all then pow! (laughs) Yeah so that and the character of Robert is very much like Carl I think. Which one was Robert? Oh, yeah. Robert was uh, C. Thomas Howell. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one at the end who Rocking shot... Rocking the Star Wars trucker hat at the beginning. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then drinking drinking the deer blood, deer's blood and then uh, going a little Carl in... Uh, oh, his, right, uh, right, right, yeah. right. Yes. So, oh, oh, the other great moment of, non, of either non-subtlety or, again, airplane-level parody... When they pry it from my cold dead fingers, and yes. then they yes. pry that gun from the cold dead, dead fingers. fingers. Yeah, that was a, a a true statement. Then, well, I guess that, that came true. <laughs> yeah. I so ho- I'm hoping Jennifer Grey wasn't paid by the line she, <laughs> she said <laughs> for this right. movie. She was, uh, yeah, she didn't have much to say. That's no, no, like the, it's it was beyond not much to say. I think I think she spoke like three times. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty sparse. <laughs> what else have you got there in your giant? I know, I'm just going. Of... Some of the, the, you know, there were some either again fun, either parody lines or bad lines, such as mm. the reference to people waking up with their throats cut. That's a neat oh. trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember liking that line when I was younger. Oh, really? It's, it's <laughs> just, just the idea that you would wake up and your throat is slit. Yeah. My favorite funny. character. Uh-huh. was exaggerated history Russian guy <laughs> who didn't live very long, oh. but who then had to get shot by Patrick Swayze, which is actually a good scene, a rare, brief good scene where mm. Patrick Swayze is deciding whether to shoot the cute, pleading Russian boy in the face. Um, Wait, what? 
at oh, the monument. At the, mo- at the monument. No, okay. at the monument. When uh, the, when they first attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the Russian guy who was explaining things. Oh, it wasn't. I thought. Oh, it was. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking way back. To no, no, the, no. You're talking about the guy who was translating the. Yeah, the translating the okay. side poorly. I'm thinking of the I guy know. in the classroom yeah. with all the pictures, and he's oh. like, "This is how you fight a Wolverine." No, 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 oh, okay. no. Before that, with the guy who was reading, quote right. unquote, the, but you know, yeah. making up his old shit. I want to know: <laughs> Did he do that back in Russia? Is he was he a bullshitter <laughs> in school? I want to know instantly. Well, let's just leave this and. <laughs> pardon this character from the war and follow him back home and yes. keep up with his adventures because I'm far more interested in him than anyone else in this movie. <laughs> Except Sadly, they're all Patrick dead. Patrick Swayze shot him in the head. Yeah. We assume. Shot him well, somewhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We didn't see it, yes. I mean, his face was right there, so it probably wasn't Or, space. you know, yeah. maybe he just said he shot the truck and said go run I'll he did the little you. wave gesture yeah. like like oh like like, like nicaraguan three guys three days from retirement guy okay. yeah <laughs> that was another one yeah right at the end of the movie he's yeah. writing this letter to his wife or whatever like, yeah i long for the warm weather in your hair and yes i want to touch it and then the, and then the two most wanted people on your your list <laughs> suddenly go waltzing by yes. yeah and you're like ah oh, you know I'm tired of the killing. I'm tired of the killing. He kind of is like that all the way through, though. Yeah. He's, he's like, not the right person for this command. He sympathizes too much with the insurgents. That's yes, right. Yeah. Because yeah. he was that uh, for quite a while. Yeah. So he may be the most developed character in the entire movie. Well, he, he never really had any <laughs> cheesy lines. No. Well, so. he had that cheesy letter. Well, yeah. That he was well, writing at yeah, the end, yeah, yes. Yeah. To his beautiful <laughs> wife, whose hair he liked to hold. Yes. Not her. Yeah, just right. her hair. Just, just her hair. <laughs> Okay. Um, there was that weird moment. I'm just basically rifling through my notes. That weird moment where, um, oh, that was that guy who they're talking to the mayor, and he thinks Eagle Scouts are oh. an elite paramilitary unit. Yes. So really, Soviet Russia, you're two months into your invasion. Have you learned this little about the people you've invaded? <laughs> I no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a line from The Simpsons or something. But then finally got they, they got the Wolverine research team on yeah. going. And, yeah. And, 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 oh no, they're just no. They give them badges and stuff. They're they're not really military. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then you know, thanks for the line about the consultant they brought in. Yes. <laughs> forever, forevermore, when these war movies bring in their expert, I'm just going to be like, oh, he's a consultant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As and, far and, as glitches and stuff, I I didn't. I mean, except for the wires on all the rocket launchers and well, in the weather, like well, in the weather, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's um, you know uh, September didn't really look much different than January. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 okay, so before the movie, you're talking about how when you first saw it, you didn't understand why anyone would invade Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this movie really doesn't answer that question. No. <laughs> I mean, you kind of get the impression that it's not just Colorado. It's like a whole area up and down. Yeah. The Colorado area. Yeah. <laughs> the greater, the tri-state yes. Colorado area. But apparently, like, everybody else just kind of, you know, when they when they landed, just kind of said, oh, okay, welcome. It, this place is yours. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot easier everywhere else. Yeah, you know, we haven't we haven't talked about the homoerotic undertones yet. Oh, yes, that's true. There were some. We we (laughs) lots of hugging in this movie. Man on man hugging. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get back to the crying after this, though. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. (laughs) Well, it all goes hand in hand. Yeah, 
but yeah, there was, I mean, there was, I mean, it was the, not just like hugging. I mean, it was like the full on, just pull your, like, like the way you would <laughs> hug somebody like that you want to take home for the night. <laughs> I want to be inside you. <laughs> what? What? I mean, I love you yeah. like a brother. <laughs> um, yes, there was lots of hugging and crying, as we were saying. Yeah. But we're not supposed to cry. Don't ever do it. Ever. Ever. But that's what Harry Dean's. Uh, yeah, Harry Dean. Oh, he did. He said, "Don't cry." Yeah, he said, "Don't cry." Don't and ever Patrick cry. Patrick Swayze oh. several times said, "Stop the crying," oh, even though the crying. everybody was crying the entire <laughs> movie. Yes, <laughs> yet without triggering any kind of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you could, you didn't care. <laughs> well, Patrick Swayze kept saying, "Turn it into something else." Oh, right, yeah. Patrick Swayze, pro-rage counselor. Yes, yes. yes. Turn it into something else. (laughs) Turn it into a dance. (laughs) Into a funny hat. (laughs) And and he could have just started dancing with Jennifer Grey. Uh, He didn't know that yet. Yeah. And the forest is kind of, it's kind of tough to dance in the forest. They'd have to find a road or something. Disney did it with the animals. Oh, yeah. Good point. But animals are used to, yeah. Prancing. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So what? Um, what do you say? What do you say, Tim? Well, you know, I hoped against hope. <laughs> well, first of all, even though, as I told before, I was intoxicated when first I saw this yeah. and fell asleep. I don't think it was the intoxication that put me to sleep. I yeah. have a feeling it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> it may have helped. It may have abetted. You know, I'd hope that maybe because I missed parts of this from sleeping, that there was, you know. That once you got past the you know super Republican setup and everything, <laughs> that there was some good intense story of teen survival or something. But, well, that, what was wrong with the homoerotic? There wasn't. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a pick me up. But no, it does not. It does not carry a pick me up. Huh? Uh, that does not carry the movie. So yeah, I would say for me, this is the easiest old vote yet. Yeah. <laughs> um I'd have to agree with you on that. Yes. So when you f- so from your fond recollections, what <laughs> do you fondly recall? Well, I remember when I was younger thinking, well, this is a serious movie. Okay. Everyone's serious because it's war and it's serious and it's bad. Okay. And the characters are fighting and like mm-hmm. we have to win and but but we love each other, but we can't show it because it's war. And but see, like, maybe... It felt like on the same level of Platoon somehow, Oh, you know, I when see. When I was younger. I see. So, yeah, not really, You mistook though. serious for good. But Mis- maybe it was yeah. that, let, let's go off and have an adventure together. That, <laughs> that you would want to have as a teenager or pre-teenager. It was like the Goonies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Without... <laughs> No, I'm going to have to vote old as well. Okay. Because, yeah, it just does not hold up. I mean, basically, uh, not just because Russians and Cubans attacking us now, whatever. Yeah. And I know the remake changed it to, I forget, well, wh- Korean or... Whatever, it's just, for the professionals involved, it's a badly made movie. It, you know, it is. It's sloppily edited. It is, yeah, the editing it, is a little... I wonder if it was, dare I say, cut down from what it, from the two hours oh, the movie dear. was oh you, like uh, you know huh. wonder if it was like a three- like milius turned in this three hour masterpiece yeah, and, and, and they just badly <laughs> edited it down you know i did check explain some of the edits maybe yeah. there was some uh 
Maybe there's a half an hour of the beginning and of character development that we didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just, you know, the editing and the weird music cues, it's just like... Yeah, but I mean, the, the only thing made. that the only thing that holds up is that it reminds you of bad '80s movies. Yeah, <laughs> but but other than that, the the storyline is so outdated. Yeah, yeah, and poorly framed shots. It's like Powers Booth climbs into the tank, and we just watch his feet <laughs> because yeah. we don't want to move the camera from looking from looking at Patrick Swayze or something. It's like, it's like, <laughs> You couldn't put another angle. Maybe budget. Maybe they were limited budget and all, es- explosions ate all their budget, and they yeah. didn't have time yeah. to shoot scenes more than once. I, you know, and I think they only had about six filming locations. Mm. Yeah, you know, cause yeah. There's the town. Yeah, there was the like the mountain. Uh, there was the the rocky part, and then there was the flat plains. Yeah. 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 I had read that they took over an abandoned Safeway in the town that they were shooting in. Which <laughs> like was, you do. <laughs> uh, and turned it into a soundstage to oh. shoot some of the scenes. So I guess some of the indoor scenes, like the houses, oh, might were built in a Safeway. Interesting. Been inside there, yeah. That was a good idea. I like that. But maybe that was another money saving yeah. idea. So, old or gold? Rich. Old. old it was it, yes. it did not hold up it you know like i i was just like wow I, why did i like this back then <laughs> yeah yeah. It, it, yeah i agree i yeah. think it was the whole serious thing you know you both kind of oversold me on the peeing in the radiator scene i gotta yeah. say oh really <laughs> it wasn't all See, that but back then when we were about their age yeah it was i think more interesting yeah i see now it's just creepy. Well, and also just like, like you know, probably like back then, like the, I had never seen a movie where people peed in public. Yeah, oh, okay. that's a good point. Yeah. Now you just walk outside. <laughs> now you no, you go into the bathroom at a bar. And yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's three olds. Yeah. Maybe our was is that, I think uh, one, I maybe the first remember. time, but I'm not sure. Um, I'd have to check the records. Yeah, check the logs. We'll check the records online and get back to you. Well, they're not online yet. They will be someday. Someday. Yes. We're speaking in the future, so. Oh right. Yeah. So just pretend that we're. Wow. In the future, after the Mexico future. has collapsed. <gasps> no, not Mexico. <laughs> ah, they're the only thing stopping whatever's after Mexico. <laughs> Texas. Texas. Um, wait, no. <laughs> okay, so that was Red Dawn, mm-hmm. 1984. Three olds. Yep. It goes in the trash. Yep. Sorry, Patrick Swayze and everyone else, yeah. but not Charlie Sheen. No. Yeah. <laughs> I won't apologize to you, damn it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't hate him, really. But yeah. anyway. Okay. Uh, one more thing. Yes. Avenge me! <laughs> avenge me i will avenge you oh <laughs> and i'd love it if they if they cut to the the boys walking away you hear something yeah i, I didn't hear what? something about chloe savigny i don't know uh, what you're saying every time you you walk out of the room now i'm gonna say that great okay cool <laughs> and i and i always remember the line because we live here oh yeah. that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm robert and tim and rich thanks for joining us avenge us avenge us <laughs> this has been old versus gold um hit us up on twitter hidden deadly 
at hidden deadly is what it is on Twitter, right? That's how Twitter works. Yes. You hit the at sign and yes. then hidden deadly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No hashtags. No. Okay. Just hidden deadly. Well, Ask we, we, no. Questions Maybe we'll stuff. do an old vigo hashtag by the that time we actually start awesome. tweeting this. Yeah. Hashtag far in the future when Mexico is falling. Ooh, can we do that? Hashtag sure. old vigo. Oh God, yes. <gasps> Done. Then send us questions. Hashtag old yeah, yeah, yeah. gold. Uh huh. And we'll answer them here on the podcast. Ooh. Months Yay! Later. Right, maybe. maybe. It'll be a new segment where we answer <laughs> questions. Hooray! Now we need questions. Okay. Tim, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. And Rich, thank you for joining us. It was fun. Yay. I'm Yay. glad. Mm-hmm. Except for the movie, it was fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Seriously, Avengers. Avengers. Avengers.